0: nam ring e nam Welcome back to Soka Gaka, Becoming Nietzsche and member. This is AJ, one of your hosts. How are you? You're on a walk with me again. I've been working a lot for the United States Postal Service, and as a result... I've had less time to do podcasts, go figure. <laughs> so I'm taking you on a walk with me. Welcome back. <clears throat> we're going to continue in the Nichiren Shoshu Basics of Practice. Today we're going to talk about something really interesting. The prayer beads. Juzu. <clears throat> this is going to be on page 48 of this wonderful book that you can find online for free as a PDF. Or I can email it to you. <clears throat> the thing about the juzu in Sokokakai is a little different, actually a lot different. First of all, they say that they're not needed. That's the first mistake. Second of all, they treat them like um, uh, like some sort of purchasing thing that you buy in different colors and different sizes and different materials. And so when I I joined the Tokugaka, I thought that the beads were wonderful because they were a way to channel all the electricity out of your hands into a Buddhist fashion uh, because the way that they're created and I thought that, well, that was just awesome. I was used to using wands in uh, earth-based traditions where you use the electricity in your environment, in your body, and funnel it through the tip of the wand um, for accuracy and things like that. So, those of you who aren't well-versed in wands, (laughs) wand magic, (laughs) the idea of a focal point, you know, you, you don't have to just point your finger, right? There's much more you can do to raise the energy and what's interesting about the Sohoka is their members often make beads Juzu uh, for a hobby or or even to sell. There's been at least three members of the Sohoka that I knew, or two of them I know personally, uh, that that would make these Juzu and then sell them to members for hundreds of dollars. <laughs> Precious gems and <clears throat> and they're all put together by wire too. It's very interesting. So I mean Chanting with them was almost like, you know, kind of like putting your hands on a chalkboard. You thought, oh, I'm getting some good energy or something. And then when you used them, because this Okagakai has this incessant problem with rubbing their beads together, it's probably because they're so anxious that they're slandering all the time. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably it. (laughs) But anyway, I'm just laughing because, man, these people rub their beads until they pop until, like, dust comes out of them, or they rip off the cords. I mean, I've done it myself a couple times. You know what they say when you break a pair of beads in the a Gakkai? Well, you're about to break through something. Okay, well... <laughs> man, people must break through a lot of stuff. <laughs> like, more beads in the Gakkai, right? Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> and so, it's a little different, right? There's people making money off it. They're just cheapened. They're they're told they don't even need them. And, and then... When you're asked about the significance of each bead, there are some people who don't know, that's fair, you we're know, all seeking, and then there are some people who th- say they do know, and give you an answer that's partial, incomplete, and then, and then like, there are people who knew what they really meant, <laughs> and somehow created some, a different version and, and populated it around the Soka So they have the picture of these Juzu, these beads, 108, in, in the same fashion, constructed in the same fashion uh, as the and Shoshu beads. However, <laughs> the meanings are completely different and the way they're constructed are different. You know, they're not the same. It's not the same, for sure. <laughs> just holding a pair of these, uh, gener- not generic, but normal-sized uh, black plastic beads from Nichiren Shoshu, you'd think, oh, plastic, what? But you could, you could tell they're like handmade and just you could feel the energy in them. And I'll tell you why. I was told right away that I needed new beads when I joined the uh, Nicho Shoshu. I was like, what's going on here? I don't know. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. I want to go back back a little bit. So I joined the uh Shogagakai, and I really liked the idea of beads. So I saved up and bought a, the most expensive kind I could see up in the store, at the Soka store. Right, because there's a Soka store. And, and they were... Uh, what was it? Jade for the four bodhisattvas and for the mother, and for the kyo and chi beads. Uh, and those are the big ones, the ends of your knuckles. They're, they're called the mother and father beads in Tokugakai. Um, they're really the kyo and chi. That's what I'm learning. Fusion of reality and wisdom. <laughs> it's a lot different. And they were just you know, they're jade and they were made out of fig tree uh, beets. So they called those Bodai Tree beads, And I loved them. I right? used them all the time. Rubbed them a lot. <laughs> and then they, the cord disintegrated and they broke. <laughs> and there's no temple to send them to to fix. You gotta buy another one. <laughs> so, I got upset about that. I never really bought a nice pair of beads after that, except for the, the one member who swindled me into buying a set of crystal ones. And those broke, too. I was just... <laughs> <clears throat> but you know, uh, the idea of beads being important, being able to help you chant, I'm, I'm about to read a little bit about it from the Nature and Shoshu side, just when I just want to get out all the kinks from my Gakai days here, so that, that so a stark contrast can be made for anyone wanting to know the differences, and so they would always break, and I thought, well, what's, what's going on? Maybe I should just rub them less, <laughs> and I just rubbed them less. And they would still break some of them would break in the most weird ch- like ch- almost looks like cheaply made way and i just kept buying more and buying more oh this is just you know just contributing to kosan rufu is what i told myself you're just buying more it's fine you know <laughs> so i kept telling myself so when everyone tells himself in the soka Gaka, oh this is for and rufu it's okay this is for and rufu <laughs> maybe at one point it was then stuff starts breaking all the time and stuff's not clean right and <laughs> things aren't done the way they should be and things fall into disrepair, right? Well, whoever's making the beads, they're, not, they're messing up because the guy, I don't know if the guy has a private company or if they make them themselves. I hear if a member wants to contribute to the bead store, they have to make a thousand of them. That was the rule that I heard. So if you make a thousand beads, you want to make some money. <laughs> no, don't do that. It's a bad cause, right? It's a bad cause. You're just setting people up to chant to a fake scroll. Perpetuating all the darkness in the land, according to Nichiren Daishonin. <laughs> Let me read a little bit more of this book here. The Prayer beads, Nichikan Shonin, 1655-1726, the 26th High Priest of Nichiren Shoshu. And I'll tell you, also Kagake members, you have a transcription of Nichikan Shonin's Gohonzon block. Uh, Maybe. You may just have a photocopy of a photocopy. Although, listen up, this is, this is your guy. <laughs> wrote in his treatise, the three robes of this school, toke sanesho, quote, the prayer beads are the Buddhist implement that helps common mortals advance in their Buddhist practice, end quote. I love that uh, idea. Advance in our Buddhist practice. Who doesn't want to advance in your Buddhist practice? I'm running across the street. That's what you're hearing now. <laughs> Think of it like right, if it went from not mattering in the Soka Gakkai, to helping you as a common mortal, because that's what we are. You can call yourself a Buddha all you want, but unless you. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to that. It's not just easy to say, I'm a Buddha, and then you're. You know. <laughs> but that's not what they think in the Gaka. They think you can just say that, fake it till you make it. It's a lot of work to do, right? It's a lot of work to do. So, common mortals, they get closer to attaining that state with Juzu. I'll read more. When there's light. (laughs) I'm walking up on some light here. Okay. Thank you for joining me on my walk in the dark of Seattle morning time. All the way to move the mail, okay. The Moku Genji Sutra states, quote, a king named Haruri once spoke these words in sorrow to the Buddha. In recent years, famine and pestilence have plagued my small country. All the people are distressed. I am always worrying about this. We are in a painful position. The storehouse of the law is too profound and extensive to practice. Please teach me the main point of the law. The Buddha replied, King, if you want to eliminate earthly desires, make a circular string of 108 wooden beads. Hold them always to yourself. Recite Nam Buddha, Nam Dharma, Nam Sangha. Count one bead with each recitation. This is the origin of the prayer beads. As the sutra indicates, the Buddha advised the king to hold a string of beads. We follow this tradition when worshipping the three treasures or when counting the number of recitations of the Daimoku. Nichikan Shonen further stated, a circle of beads manifests the mystic principle. Miao Lei stated in his writing, the annotations on the great concentration and insight, there is no lack in the mystic principle. Therefore, we use a circle of beads that compares to the mystic principle. The basic number of beads is 108, which is said to represent the number of earthly desires possessed by common mortals." In Nichiren Shoshu, Nam Buddha is Nichiren Daishonin, Nam Dharma is the Daigohonzon, and Nam Sangha is Nikoshonin and the successive five priests. These are the three treasures. Our prayer beads consist of two long strands joined at either end with two large beads. Hanging from the outside of these large beads are two shorter strands on one side and three on the other. They are strung with white braided cords with white pom-pom tassels at the end. These sets of two and three strands are equidistant and opposite from each other. The two large beads are called the father and mother beads. Oh look at that, it's called the father and mother beads, Nichiren Shoshu as well. Both of them represent the Buddha. When we use the beads, we twist them over once forming a figure eight. The end of the figure eight with the three strands is placed over the middle finger, the right hand, and the end with the two strands over the middle finger of the left. The short strands lie on the outside of the hands, which are placed together with palms and fingers touching. Between the father and the mother beads are 108 smaller size, as mentioned. These represent earthly desires. You will also find four still smaller beads. They are opposite each other, Two being seven beads away from the end, with two strands, and the other two are fourteen beads beyond the first two. These four small beads represent the four leaders of the bodhisattvas of the earth. Jogyo, superior practice. Muhengyo, boundless practice. Jogyo, pure practice and unwavering practice and also indicates the four virtues of the buddha's life these are eternity tranquility true self and purity that's another thing let me pause there in the Sogagaka you're told that these are true self eternity Purity and happiness. That's what they they swap out tranquility for happiness. Interesting, interesting. Because I have been feeling more tranquil. You know, it's not this manic joy that the Gakai brought with their with whenever I chanted hours to their Honza. And instead, it's a tranquility. I oh, how wonderfully put. Okay, let me keep reading. Directly under the father bead, which is at the end with two tassels, is a smaller bead. This represents the essential nature of the law. The eternal, absolute truth. (laughs) There is nothing like that. In the Sokugaka'i Definite Explanation of the Juju, that little tiny bead there, all separate, is the eternal, absolute truth. Oh, I love it. Okay, The strands which hang from the outside of the middle fingers represent Ichinen Sanzen. Mm. The two strands of the ten beads, each which hang from the left, signify the ten worlds and their mutual possession. Of the three strands which hang on the right side, the two strands with five beads each together signify the ten factors. Because of their profound significance, You should treat your prayer beads with respect, just as you would the Buddha. To understand the meaning of the beads is to begin to understand the profundity of Buddhism, the correct practice, and the reason for expressing gratitude to the three treasures of the... Excuse me, three great secret laws and the three treasures. Nichiren Shoshu prayer beads choose can be obtained from the accessory stores of the head temple, your local temple, with various independent stores that sell Nichiren Shoshu accessories. Before, you, before they are sold, juzu are purified in front of the temple Gohonzon by a Nichiren Shoshu priest. This is called the eye opening ceremony. If you purchase your beads from a store outside of a Nichiren Shoshu temple, ask if the eye opening ceremony was performed on the beads. If not, Take them to the temple for the ceremony before using them. Also, keep in mind that many heretical Buddhist sects also use some form of prayer beads. Only Nichiren shows you prayer beads as described above can be used in our practice to the Gohonzon. Well, that is a lot. Thank you for joining me. I'm going to leave you with that. There's a lot to think about. As always, questions are welcomed. Tell your friends. Especially if they're Gagre members. They might love this. Or hate it. Nam-myoho-renge-kyo, Nam-myoho-renge-kyo, Nam-myoho-renge-kyo.